When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine. On an empty stomach. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher every single morning, 9.45 a.m. It's live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Today on the show, we're just going to recap over uh, what went on over this weekend. Man, so much goddamn happening. In the meantime, let's take a look at a couple of live dates. All right, so if you're going to be in St. Cloud coming up this weekend, this is going to be the weekend to be there. 28th, January, 8 p.m., Beaver Island Brewing, Silly Beaver Comedy, myself, Foz Hughes, uh, Sophia Bispochi, and of course, Jonah Maddox, who puts these shows on. Easily the best show in central Minnesota. There's no other... Listen. Listen, Brainerd. I know you guys get your panties in a bunch about, ooh, we got the best comedy show in Minnesota. Go fuck yourselves. You guys should know by now, St. Cloud, Silly Beaver Comedy. That's the best show in town. Anyway. Um, let's see. Amanda, Sarah, Olina, Billy. What's going on? What's up, Tara? Hi, Danielle. DNA Darwin. It's my favorite name, by the way. I love it. What's up, MJ? Um, let's see. <clears throat> Been dying today to hear about the banana. Hear about the banana. Are you talking about the fact that there was a comedian on stage in Minneapolis over the weekend who is black and had a banana thrown at him? Is that what you're talking about? Because, uh, yeah, we can definitely talk about that. I was actually uh, chatting with uh, the comic who had that happen to him. His name is Randall Reed. I don't know. Sometimes some of this shit just sort of flies under the radar and it doesn't quite get the recognition that it should. Like, if I was Randall today... I'd be, fuck, I'd be on every single goddamn news outlet trying to tell my story about the fact that some drunk lady, while a black comedian was on stage, in fact, you know what, I'm fucking emailing, hang on, let me get a hold of Randall right now, and I will send him a message, let's see, dude, you should go to the news with this exclamation point send it because this morning i got up to find a text message from randall that said hey man this weekend was fucking crazy i said i saw i was going to talk to you the next time i saw you dude what the fuck i saw friday but what happened on saturday randall then went on to say two super drunk fucks were lit from the word go they really did fuck up what would have been an amazing show mike merrifield was in town with him and mike merrifield is a goddamn gangster on stage so funny the white girl banana thing was a group of drunk women. This bitch thought her shit didn't stink, but her life was a mess. The evil part was I wanted to cut her to shreds, but as the host, I felt it was not my place to do so. Which I get. 
Sometimes when you're hosting a show, if it's not your show, you you, you never want to upstage, you know, the host. Your job, or the, the headliner, your host's job as the host is to just be the goddamn host, you know? But yeah, he had posted about it on Friday night. And I guess maybe I'm... For whatever reason, I guess I, none, nothing ever offends me, and I never think that anybody does anything intentionally out of malice. Because when I saw that, I was like, oh, vaudevillian throwing, you know, tomatoes at somebody on stage. Maybe she just didn't like him. And then as, like, I sat on it for just a hot second, I was like, oh, wait a minute. Hang on. Uh, my good friend Randall is black, and then thus throwing a fucking banana at him. Might be the most racist thing I've heard in this comedy scene in a long fucking time. What the fuck? I, I get the ignorant part. And sometimes shit just cycles through. Because for the longest time we had... For the long a long time we had blackface. People wore blackface. Al Jolston used to fucking wear blackface. And he'd get on stage with blackface. And then for the longest time everybody was like, it's fucked up. You can't do that shit anymore. And then the next generation didn't really quite know about blackface. And the next thing you know, you got people getting dressed up like Kanye West and Kim Kardashian and everyone's going, hey, by the fucking way, dude, not cool. I'm fine with it, especially if you're doing somebody that if you are going as Kanye West for Halloween and you want to fucking look like Kanye West, how else are you supposed to do it? I hate this shit. Now, if you get up there on stage and as a white guy do blackface, and then sing in a quote-unquote black tone or style, fucked up. Not cool. But how else am I supposed to know that you're, you know, goddamn Gloria Stefan? Okay, that's a bad, bad reference. But what I'm saying is... Let's see. What's up, Steph Rizal? Hi, Kimberly. Mira, wait, is that the same guy that kept cursing at a show at House of Comedy and a black lady heckled him? Hmm. Um, my, was it be my black? I don't know. That's a good question. MJ, who carries a banana around? That was the other question I had for myself was, where the fuck did this lady get a banana? Now, it was a toy banana. Nonetheless, still equally as fucking bad. Scooter, I remember that show. I guess, I don't know. I guess I've been through so many of them. I just, I don't fucking put two and two together anymore. I don't know. Um, Yeah, I guess maybe if I had an opportunity to be on a different platform where I could get Randall on, we could talk about it a little bit more. Why? I don't understand. He should go to the fucking news with this, man. They should light this lady up. Listen, I'm I'm not a big opportunist when it comes to people getting their name uh, in fr- on the fucking marquee just because shit happens to them. But hey, man, this this could be news. This is something that definitely could be news. I mean, Christ, what's that guy's name? Weinstein walked into a fucking comedy club in New York City, and a comic thought she was unsafe. I felt threatened by his presence. First off. You're not a comic if you feel threatened by someone's presence. Fucking A. You, you're the one in control of the room. You got to have thick skin. Get up on fucking stage. Regardless of who walks in, don't feel like you're threatened. Stand your ground. You got the mic. He doesn't. Let that guy sit in the back and rot and don't fucking bring it up. And you do your shit. 
I saw that and all these people were like, can you believe that he came out to a comedy club? Yes, because currently he's not in jail. And at the time, he wasn't charged with anything. Was he going through the trial? Yeah, he was about to. It was coming out. This shit was coming. Yeah. So I can understand like, hey, I get that he's not in prison. He's not supposed to just fucking rot in a hotel room. He needs to get out, wants to go do some stuff, have a drink, have some dinner. Fucking A. That's part of life. It's part of who we are, man. So, but the fact that this woman was like, I felt threatened on stage. What, is he going to rape you on the fucking stage in front of all these people? He sat in the back in the shadows. You didn't even know he was there until somebody like whispered it to you. That type of stuff drives me goddamn bonkers, man. Mira, it was a uh, amateur Tuesday night, but yeah, you won't remember. Yeah, fuck, man. I, I never remember any of that stuff. Any, I mean, even this weekend from these shows, I was like, did anything of note happen? I just feel like it's all just such a blur because you just, you know, you're out late and you're drinking and yeah. But anyway, um, hi, Amy. Nice to see you. Thanks for stopping by. What's up, Nate Hood? Yeah, I kind of am hoping that Randall will, uh, you know, stop by, chat about it a little bit. But why not go to the news with it? It's a bit, that would be, I feel like that would be a big story. Not that we need to keep fucking pumping, you know, race relations into the goddamn media all the time, but this that's a pretty big one, man, to be on stage and to have something like that happen to you. Why it is that it's not making rounds, dude. I don't know. I'm torn about it. It's my friend, and obviously I don't want to see anything terrible happen to a good friend and comedian on stage. At the same time, I'm just like, yeah. Don't be an opportunist, but I don't know. Fucking A, man. Like, this could... Use it to your advantage. No, bad, even bad news is good news. So feel free to go ahead and pump this into the Star Tribune and KMSP. I'm sure they would definitely pick it up. Why not, man? Fuck, you could get booked. In fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to double up on that email that I just sent him and type him back. This could go viral for you f this b in the hole dot 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 you know which one dot 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 and by all means take advantage of a shitty situation i'm serious and have a huge hog. Send. <laughs> Fuck it, man. I don't know. I hope he stops by and he says uh, he says what's up because it, yeah, it's a fucked up situation, man. It's it's awful. I'm I'm I was saddened to read that story after it dawned on me like oh yeah shit people should not be doing that. It's awful, man. It's awful. I don't get it. Like, even like this weekend when I was uh, opening for the Offend Everyone tour, there was a lot of words that were getting thrown around on Thursday through Saturday, Thursday through Sunday, really, where I was like, it's it feels different. It feels like there was a different atmosphere, man. Like, that is a crowd that just allows for a lot of those words to happen. You know, a lot of the R word, a lot of the, you know, gay F word getting tossed around. And hey, man, people were cool with it. It didn't phase them. I do like the people that are not phased by words. Words do not phase me. Intent does not phase me. I don't give two shits. 
Christ, Louis J. Gomez got on stage and called one of my jokes horseshit. And I laughed. I cackled from the back. I was like, you know what? He's right. That joke does suck. Why do I tell that joke? That joke's a piece of shit. Why would I tell that joke? Which I then laughed about. I was like, yeah, he's right. And the next night I came and I rewrote the fucking joke. And does it hit harder now? Absolutely. That is the one thing I'm taking away from this weekend. Hanging out with Aaron Berg and Louis J. Gomez. I'm not a comic that's, I'm not a, like a, predominantly dirty comic. I'm not somebody that goes out intentionally trying to offend people. None of my material is ever that dirty. It's not that, you know, I try to do corporate. I want to get paid. I want to make people laugh and I want to get paid. Fucking A, man. You're not to that level yet where you can just say whatever you want and there's no cancellation and your crowd comes out to see you. But like Thursday night, after seeing that crowd, I'm like, oh, I got to bring it a little bit harder. These guys it came expecting to hear some of these words. You know, uh, one of the jokes that I had rewritten was uh, a little bit about Wisconsin, where before it was like, yeah, you move to Wisconsin, they give you a pint glass and an extra large Packers shirts because they don't have any mediums. I was like, yeah, OK, that's fine. Whatever. It's funny. In some cases, it's funny. So then I changed it up and was like, it was like, yeah, people don't know this. When you move to Wisconsin, they give you a pint glass and an Aaron Rodgers butt plug. Don't confuse the two ever. That makes for a terrible Sunday. And also, people don't know this. The state, if you live in Wisconsin, will give you a Packers t-shirt for free. Extra large for the men and extra, extra large for the women. Got a big pop. I was like, all right. Going a little harder in the paint. It's okay to, like, sometimes, you know. I felt okay. I didn't think, like, I had said... Because I do a bit about trans and how trans rights... How people just lose their shit about trans rights. And I'm like, what a bunch of fucking idiots. Like, why would you ever, ever argue about this stuff? And this was the first time where I actually, I think I'm, I said trans without having to, like, preface it. Like, some people are going to get upset if you say the word. I get it. This is the crowd where you're like, you don't have to do that. You can just go in, man, and they'll be cool with it. What's up, Dante? How are you, bud? Hopefully you had a good weekend, my man. Yeah. So anyways, I really hope that maybe I'll get a chance to chat with Randall a little bit later today. And I don't know. Why would you not? fucking bring this up go for it dude use it to your advantage is it something shitty that happened fuck yeah is it a way for you to be able to get your you know your message out to people fuck yeah dude absolutely randall is married to a white woman and he has half white half black children (laughs) he's down for the cause he's been trying hard to fucking mm, integrate This steps back just a little bit. Fuck, man. Why wouldn't you go to the news with this? I hope he does. Now that we've talked about it, listen. Everybody who listens to this podcast, find Randall Reed online. He's a friend of mine. Instagram and Facebook. Find him. Hit him up. Be like, fucking dude, you got to do something with this. (sighs) Also, I'm still blown away that we have not gotten past the, hey, uh, we're in a fucking crowded room. There's a guy on stage. How about you shut the fuck up? Keep it... Mm. Unless that person talks directly to you, don't be yelling shit out. I was on stage on Late Show Friday. And I had... Uh, there was a there was a Tinder... There was a couple of people on Tinder. And they were talking about they were on a Tinder date. And we started chatting a little bit. And I said, yeah, I haven't been on... God, I haven't been on a dating app now in fucking, I don't know, two, three years. 
And some guy just like randomly yelled out. He's like, I saw you on Grinder." I kind of fucking turned and I looked. And I was like, okay, first off, um, are we making fun of people who are on Grinder? Are we making fun of Grinder? Because there's a difference, my man. There's a big difference. Are you trying to call me gay? And I sat there on it for a second. And there was a couple of laughs. And then I just went, what the fuck are you doing on Grinder? <laughs> that got a big pop. I was like, good. Now we're good. Keep it fucking moving. Uh, what's up, Red Corn? What's happening? Um, Darwin, Randall is awesome. He needs to. Yeah, I love that guy. He's such a fun dude, great comic, funny guy. Him and I have done a lot of shows together. I feel very fortunate that I can have somebody else who is in the same situation that I'm in to be somebody who's in there, not long in the tooth. We're not old by any means, but we're not some of these young bucks. We're not some of these kids that are like 22 that are going out and, you know, some of these kids for how late they stay up should probably do some fucking writing. <laughs> I have noticed that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Watching some kid get up and do shows for the last like nine months. I'm like, D- you've been saying this shit verbatim, word for word for the last almost year. Fucking maybe it's time to spruce it up a little bit, my man. Jesus Christ. Anyway, so yeah. Uh, best of luck to uh, my guy Randall. Yeah, this weekend was an absolute blast. Had so much fun. House of Comedy was great. If you came out to one of the shows, thank you so much for coming. We had, uh, fuck man, it was packed. Sold out on early Saturday. A late Friday was close to sold out. Early Friday was close to sold out. I mean, just goddamn brought the heat. We were there Tuesday, Wednesday, Sunday. Last night, it was like one of those nights where it was like, all right, I'm four beers deep. I've been watching football all day. All I need to do is get through this goddamn show, which I hate. I hate going into a situation of like, I'm not putting on fucking regular pants. I'm not coming with a shirt with buttons. I'm not doing my hair. I'm getting on stage in a hoodie and a hat. <laughs> And I'm just trying to get through this fucking set because I got to get my check and I got to go home and I'm fucking tired. We've all been staying out way too goddamn late. Ah, what a mess. Anyway, it was fun, man. It was fun. And now we got this coming week. We're going to be up in St. Cloud, Silly Beaver Brewing, which hands down, man, I'm telling you right now, one of the best shows Central Minnesota has to offer. Fuck yeah. Uh, other than that, I do want to bring up, I think maybe, I can't remember if we've talked about this, but I, it worked for me again today. And I think I'm just going to start applying it to every aspect of my life, which is when the guys come around and they knock on the door and they got the clipboard and they're like, hey, how's it going, sir? Sorry to bother you. I know you're a busy guy. A lot going on. Obviously, I'm a busy man as well. But hey, we we're just in the neighborhood. We're actually doing a project about two blocks down for one of your neighbors. They have a little had a little bit of hail damage on their roof. And we're just kind of going around and inspecting some of the other roofs. And I happen to notice that, uh, you know, your roof, even though it's a 30-year shingle, was probably put on about three and a half months ago. But, you know, just wondering if maybe uh, you'd like a free inspection or uh, possibly a quote on, on doing a new roof. And immediately, I let them do the whole fucking spiel. I let them get every single... Because the worst part is when you're in that job is to have somebody interrupt you. I'm like, dude, you need the practice. Just do the, go through the motion, and then I'll tell you no. It's a numbers game for these guys. That's all it is. That's why they cold call. That's why they do all that shit. They just get... Listen, they need a fucking... It's a percentage game. If you can get... You know, even three out of a hundred... You're doing pretty goddamn good. But this dude, uh, this dude this morning calls up and he's like, hey, you know, we're just doing a project down the street, blah, blah, blah. And immediately I let him do his thing. 
And as soon as uh, he goes, you know, so I know those houses, you know, most of those houses are built in like 1952. What year was your house built, if you don't mind me asking? I said, you know what, dude, I'm just going to go ahead and stop you right there. My family owns a roofing company. Immediately when you do that, those guys change their tune. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Hey, I totally get it, man. You know, I, I appreciate your time this morning. You got my phone number. If there's anything else you ever need, if you're too busy or your family's too busy to be able to do a project, feel free to go ahead and just give us a call anytime. I like the hustle. I'm glad that that guy does that. Now, would my family ever come and work on my fucking house? Probably not. <laughs> Do I just want to find a nice way to get out of this conversation? Abso-goddamn-lutely. And I was thinking about it today when I got off the phone with that guy. I'm doing this from now on for everything. Every time somebody comes with at you and tries to sell you some shit, whatever they're selling, you just tell them you already have it in your family. Hey, would you like to buy some Girl Scout cookies? Oh, gosh, that's so nice of you. My family already owns a sweatshop. Yeah, we are lousy on free child labor. Oh, that's super, super, super nice of you. Yeah, really nice. But anyways, have a great day. Would you like to buy some cocaine? You know, Actually, funny you ask. I have an uncle who's an MS-13 gang member. I get all my hard drugs from him. I mean, I best of luck to you. Oh, not a problem. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. Have a great day. Yeah. Is it weird that the Girl Scout tried to sell me both the cookies and the cocaine in that scenario? I'm just saying. Use it to anytime somebody tries to tell you shit. Hey, man. I noticed, happened to notice you got some nice sneakers there. Why don't you stop by the mall kiosk? Come on over. I'll give you a quick uh, shoe shine. You can try it. No, no, no. Thank you very much. My family owns a shoe shining product. Listen, we were on Shark Tank like six months ago. We're fucking multimillionaires. I don't need your shitty product. In fact, I actually own this kiosk. You didn't know that. You didn't know. I own the kiosk. I am the inventor of the product that you are trying to fucking hawk. You got a job here four and a half days ago. The turnover rate at these kiosks is pretty goddamn fast. I don't think I've ever walked through a mall and seen... Walked through a mall twice and see the same person at a kiosk on multiple days. There's not a chance. They get a job. They must work there for like three and a half hours and then just quit, right? I've never seen anybody... Work more than one shift at a fucking mall kiosk. Regardless of what it is. Shoe shining, cell phone, you know, fucking cover selling, whatever it is. None of these guys work more than two shifts. I guarantee goddamn it. Can I sell you a motorcycle? Oh, thank you very Actually, I have a brother who's a hell's angel. That's really, th yeah, thank you. He seals all of my motorcycles for me. That's very... It's very nice of you. What's it going to take for me today to put you inside of a, you know, Hyundai Elantra? Oh, you know what? That's very nice. My uh, my sister-in-law owns a chop shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we've been stealing vehicles for years, chopping them down, selling them off for parts. Yeah, that's very, very nice. Yeah. Oh, you need a new catalytic converter? Oh, don't worry about it. I got a Hmong brother-in-law who's been uh, on a fucking creeper's dolly underneath cars now for the last, like, six months. We are filled, filled to the brim with some goddamn catalytic converters. Really appreciate it. Ah, Jesus Christ. Anyways, Sally, it's the fake smile and interaction that is hilarious when they're telling the salesperson no. Yeah, that's the part that I love the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you so much. No, no, no. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. Can, uh, can I offer you a hand job? Oh, no, thank you so much. No, no, no. I have a mail order bride back at home. Yeah, she's Asian. She's very good at what she does. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of, that was part of the selling point. It was in the brochure. Fine print. You got to look hard, but it was in the brochure. Yeah, she's a she's majestic, you know. She's just one of three that I have back at the house. But anyway, thank you for asking. I hope your hand job business <laughs> takes off. <laughs> <laughs> fucking stupid anyways what's up drew sandhelm what's up man how are you nice to see you all right guys i apologize that i was late today it was a dime holding up a dollar i basically oh shit i forgot i gotta i had to bring up this story oh man meet me over at camera one Ugh. god damn it i forgot i had to bring this up Ah, kills me to do it. Saturday afternoon, I'm at Louis J. Gomez's hotel with him and Aaron Berg, and I'm helping those guys record their podcast. And while I'm there, I get a message. Hey, did you happen to see that Brad got arrested? What the fuck? Brad? Which Brad? I know like four Brads. Shoot this person. I've never met this person. Shoot this person a line back. I'm like, I don't know which Brad you were talking about, but what happened? They shoot me back another message. It's Brad. They tell me the last name. Yeah, I mean, if you look this up, you'd be able to find it. But they go, yeah, it's... Uh, well, fuck it. Why should you just say it? Uh, she goes, it's Brad Dinsmore. It's okay. Squeaky clean, straight laced Brad Dinsmore. Kind of look like Hugh Jackman a little bit. I mean, you know, kind of a softer, paler version of Hugh Jackman. But, you know, good-looking dude, tall. At the, I mean, I, when I used to roll with this guy, pretty wealthy. Fucking had a, you know, I think he was like a sailor. Had a couple of boats and shit. Like, and immediately when I saw Brad got arrested, I'm like, fuck. Uh, his wife passed away like six years ago. Unexpectedly. And about... I think he had kind of gone through shock for about 18 months. And then immediately after immediately after that had happened, um, I just don't think he, he processed the grief the right way. I mean, I, I, I mean, I kind of fell out of touch with Brad a little bit. We had some conversations like once every year and a half or so. But we worked pretty tight for about seven, eight years. And this dude... I moved on after. I mean, after his wife had passed away, he. I don't think he ever got. Re, no, he never got remarried. Uh, he had quit the job doing sales. He was um, doing more. He had owned like three or four businesses, I think. And just a week and a half ago, it didn't come out in the paper until just the other day. Uh, he was arrested for setting up a camera and recording his employees in the bathroom. <sighs> the mugshot. He looks like shit. I'm like, there's got to be, there's something going on, man. There's got to be. There's got to be some sort of trauma, PTSD, wife died, hasn't processed it correctly yet. So there's something else going on because that's not the Brad that I knew. The Brad that I knew was, you know, had kind of terrible jokes, but he was a super jovial guy and everybody fucking loved him. So I feel like after his wife passed away, there's something terrible going on there. If you want to look it up, just look up. Brad Dinsmore, Lacrosse, Wisconsin. It's all over the news and the papers down there. So, oh man, that is the last time I ever let a guy borrow my Pornhub password. The last time, the last. See what happens? 
Actually, no, this is just... Actually, I'm going to start doing it more. Listen, all my weird friends who have fucked up situations. Take my Pornhub porn password. There's all sorts of videos that are, like, faked that you can get off on on people taking a dump. You don't need to do it yourself. I get that that's the allure of it, but fake it as much as you can. God damn it. Uh, I was bummed when I, I saw that news article. And when you see that face, you're just like, fuck, dude, it's been such a fucking rough, like, eight years for that guy. God damn it. Anyway. Kind of makes you feel better that you don't you yourself have any of those quirks. Any of those... <laughs> I call it a quirk, you know. Like a guy who only puts three sugars in his coffee. No more, no less. He only watches he only watches women in their mid twenties to upper fifties take dumps. That's it. That's it. Anyway. Yeah. Ah. But yeah, if you want to read that story, look it up. And I when you see his picture, you'll be like, yeah. Kind of a doughy, paler Hugh Jackman. Absolutely. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher, and every single morning, 9.45 a.m., it goes live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. You guys have yourselves a fantastic day. We will catch you back here tomorrow for another long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.